All right. Hello, 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 everyone. So excited for our topic today. So today we are talking about music and we're talking about music with someone extremely special and near and dear, not only to me and to the show, but also to the music industry. We are talking to Melissa Merkel from Muscle Mix. So Melissa is the Director of Partnerships and Business Development. And before I bring her on, I need to know from you guys, how excited are you to talk about music? First of all, it's something different than business development, which is what we normally do. But also, it's the thing that is the heart and soul of so many of our workouts. So I've been talking to you guys this week about music. I'm hearing Things like, I don't really know how to put a cohesive playlist together that makes sense and really motivates people. We're going to talk about the science behind motivation and music and how it comes together to create a workout that really creates an experience. We're also going to talk about the power of music. She's got a good some a few good stories for us. We're going to do all the things. And she's got uh, some special information for format creators and other people who really need to use business in a bigger way. Sorry, use music in a bigger way in their businesses. So I'm excited to bring her on. Before I do, let me intro the show. Hi. If you don't know me, I'm Kelly Coulter. In 2020, I became absolutely obsessed with helping fitness pros build their businesses so they could serve their clients during the pandemic. Now, I help coaches just like you make more impact with your perfect clients without adding hours to your day by leveraging the life-changing work that you are already doing. So these episodes that I do every week are specifically designed to deliver mindset, business, and direct response marketing tips that will truly move the needle for your business. All right, so are you ready? You guys, before I bring her on, I need you to give me some comments. Give me some hearts. Give me some fire. Give me some love. Come on. Let's make it happen. I'm going to fix myself in my chair too. I'm not bringing her on until you do. (laughs) All right, so let's try this again. Melissa Merkel, come onto the stage. Hello. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. I'm so excited for our talk today. This is going to be great. Yes, I am too. Because usually when I talk about music, we have been talking about music licensing, especially for virtual classes. So this topic is super fun. It's different. And and I got to dive into some research. So I'm very excited for this conversation. Love it. So I've got some comments here. Sarah's saying she constantly uses music for inspiration and mood enhancement. And Sarah, we'll have to have you come on and talk sometime about the sound. So she does some some really fun stuff within her course with sound. So the first, so let's get let's jump right in. I agree. This is so much fun. It's it's um different than music licensing, which is what we normally talk about. And so you had a few um, outline topics. I'm just going to let you kind of dive in. Okay. That sounds perfect. And Kelly, please jump in too, because as things come up, 
you know, as we can talk through them, it makes it so much more enjoyable for us and for everyone watching too. So <laughs> You'll see me taking my little notes down and I'll say, okay, let's circle back to this one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so before we jump into music and exercise specifically, I kind of want to take a step back because most of us don't realize the impact that music has on really our whole experience with the world. And Kelly, you represented this so fantastic just now and you didn't even realize it, but your countdown had music, right? It was setting the tone and the excitement for your show. And we can't walk into a store or a restaurant or the gym without music enhancing the experience. Same thing with sporting events. Right. Like there's going to be the national anthem. There's halftime shows. There's music between plays. It's it's everywhere. And looking at TV and film as well, the sound piece, not only the music, but the, the sound clips that they add without that, a movie would just not be the same at all. So music really creates an experience. It sets the tone for for the audience essentially and as fit pros our audience is essentially our class participants and before we dive into some of this research and everything i think it's important and i know that you said that we weren't going to talk about business stuff <laughs> but we are just a little bit we are just a little bit good you know when we're talking about the tone and the experience as fit pros who are trying to grow our businesses and our brands, the music that we use in our classes in particular, but also our marketing, any music that we use, even for our podcast intros, right? It's all representing our brand and it all needs to be on brand and something we think through. And there are a few examples that I can think of just right off the top of my head, like Zumba, right? Zumba has a very specific music, very specific feel, right? You're not going to find Taylor Swift music in a Zumba class because it's off brand. And so as you are building your business, keep in mind how that music plays along with that. Um, and there's a couple stories. Kelly mentioned that I had some stories and for anyone that is in marketing, like we all know that stories matter more than any of the statistics that I'm going to share. Uh, and a couple of them were just so powerful to me that I want to share them with you as well. So I also teach classes in addition to working at Muscle Mix. I've been a fit pro myself for 20 years at this point. And I work with older adults primarily teaching a chair-based class. And now everything I do is virtual. And let me just say royalty-free music, it's not all the same too, right? Like there's different feels for royalty-free, but, but back before the pandemic, when I taught in person, I would use music from like the 50s and 60s primarily for my class, as I'm sure many of you do. I know we have a lot of, um, of folks teaching active agers. Kelly, do you find that with a lot of your audience that they're working with an older demographic? I know it seems to kind of be a, a trend right now. Well, it is a trend. It's a, it's a growing audience. 
it's also um, my audience tends to be the more mature and experienced instructors and personal trainers. So when you look at um, kind of who resonates with me, it's 35 to 54 and maybe even older as far as ages. And, yeah. and those people tend to be more interested or open to working with active agers. So yeah, we, we definitely see that. And that does affect music choices for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. When I was teaching in person, sometimes I thought people came to my class for the music instead of the exercise, <laughs> which I was totally fine with. That is but, a huge endorsement, actually. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's very true. But the story is that one of the ladies that used to come to my class years before I was actually teaching, she had been in a really horrific accident. And she had been in a coma. And when she woke up, she suffered from amnesia. And she didn't have her memory at all. Like she couldn't even remember her name. Um, and when she was telling me this story, I had no idea that any of this had ever happened because she was completely, from what I could tell, you know, fully functional. Uh, but she shared she had amnesia. They had tried various things and nothing, nothing was working until someone brought music into her room and played music from the 50s and 60s, which was her childhood. And there was something in the music that triggered something in her brain that essentially lit up her memory and brought it back. And so she contributed her, her memory to music. And it was the same music that I was playing in my class, which is why she shared the story. You know, she had to share how powerful that music was to her life. And so I found that to be amazing. That I mean, is fascinating. I love that story. Yeah. And when you think about it, it really does make sense. There's, there's got to be a special place in your brain that music is stored and that it stimulates because or else why would certain music motivate certain people and not other people? Yeah. Yeah. I read a statistic and this was a while ago and I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something around like the music that you listen to from ages like 11 to 24, 25, somewhere in that range is going to be your favorite music for the rest of your life. <laughs> Bingo right there. Yeah. yeah. Yep, I am totally, totally guilty of that. So um, I find that to be true. And the other story I have is actually somewhat similar. And this actually has to do with folks that were in a memory care unit, primarily suffering from Alzheimer's and dementia. And I had connected with another FitPro whose name is also Melissa, who also works with older adults, but she went in to these senior living facilities and, and taught classes and worked with these folks. And I had the privilege of interviewing her and shadowing her one day that she went into a memory care unit. And she said that she had experiences where she would do movement and she actually sang with the participants. So she would sing and the participants that were there would sing. And the day I was there, there were like 20 or 30 people. And so they would all participate. And there were times that the music and the movement, again, triggered something in their mind and essentially brought them back 
to who they were before they had Alzheimer's. Like in the notebook. Yeah, yeah. And she said that there were a few times that family members had been there and the family members were just like crying happy tears and were so appreciative of her because it was the first time that they had like that glimmer of like their parent and how they used to be in like years. And she contributed that also to the music. That is so fascinating. Isn't it? It's so you made me think of a story. Okay. So, yes. Um, Tell. <laughs> story time, which is fantastic. I'm riding down the road with a friend of mine and we're listening to like nineties hip hop. And I have not heard this song in 25 years. Bobby Brown tenderoni comes on. I rap the entire, well, you know, I can rap the Humpty dance from memory, <laughs> but <laughs> I did the entire rap. I was just like, find a tenderoni. I can't remember it now, but it all just came out. And I was like, we both looked at each other and we said, where did that even come from? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So music definitely has specific effects. Definitely. Yeah. Denise is saying tenderoni. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. you were going to bring this around to, to something specific, I believe. Well, I mean, I think it's really fascinating because I think so much of the time, and I'm guilty of this too, when we, think about like how music impacts our workouts. Like we think of, it's gonna make us like be stronger and lift harder and work, you know, all of the things. But there is so much evidence, whether it's research-based or anecdotal, that suggests that music and movement is so powerful in ways that are way beyond like, you know, spending a longer time on the treadmill. Mm -hmm. which I'm not saying isn't important, but there's so many effects that are, are really, truly amazing. <laughs> so. so good. It also makes me think about how, um, when I did teach in person, um, now I teach yoga online and I don't use music because so far we, we don't have, we have the, the royalty music that's great, royalty-free music that's great from Muscle Mix, but I don't use music. Um, but I had an outline for each kind of class that I taught, and then I had listed out different genres of music that would be appropriate for that outline. So I was I, I would always go through this process of looking for R&B for this part. Um, you know, maybe I, I would mix two country songs in and when I taught spin, I would, I would put two, um, Bollywood type songs in, or at least one Bollywood type song. And it does, it really just stimulates people in different ways. And then it gets them hyped up where we need to be during the workout and then cool down. And those are all very specific, different tempos, moods, brands of music that we need to use. Yep. Absolutely. And I mean, you bring up so many good points with that, that you had so much intention with what you were doing and, and really kind of the, the ride that you were taking, you know, your, your class participants on, which is so important because music impacts our brain chemistry in different ways. Mm -hmm. And, and I find like the brain stuff super fascinating and like all of the hormones that different music releases but to your point, at some points of the workout, you want people moving 
more and harder and you're going to use certain music for that and then other times you want to bring them down and when you use slower more relaxing music again like there's going to be different triggers in the brain that you know change the hormones and relax the body and so it's yes it's also fascinating it's so good <laughs> so good yes so let's kind of dive into even more how music enhances your workouts. And when we're starting to dig through the research, there's really three topics that come up over and over and over again. So those three things are tempo, performance, and motivation. And so let's look at each of those a little bit more. So tempo, and for anyone in your audience that teaches group classes and like what you were just talking about, we know the tempo, the beats per minute, it makes such a big difference. And I mean, we don't need research to really tell us that if we have faster music, we're going to move faster. Because for most of us, it's a very subconscious activity that when we hear a certain beat, we're going to start moving to mm -hmm. that beat. So well, I would add to that, that that is very specific to women as well, because we've got, we, most of us have some sort of background in dance, whether that's gymnastics or cheer or dance lessons. A lot of men don't have it, which is yeah. why the men don't go out on the dance floor probably as often. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And you bring up a good point too, that the tempo, it, it makes a difference like what type of activity you're doing too, right? So the tempo might affect someone who is walking on the treadmill that is something more cadence-based than someone who is potentially lifting weights. Not all the time, because you can still lift to a beat, mm -hmm. but, you know, a lot of times different different folks work out in different ways. And so, you know, the, the modality of your exercise mm -hmm. makes a difference too. Uh, a lot of the research, when it's talking specifically about tempo, was looking at things like walking or running or cycling, again, more of those cadence-based activities. But as we know from the group exercise world as well, the beats per minute in the class dictates the tempo of the class. Uh, the and tempo kind of correlates to speed of movement in general. Yep. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And and there was one study, and I think this is kind of what we could expect. And again, this was looking at folks on a treadmill. And when they listened to music compared to not listening to music, they walked faster, mm -hmm. they walked longer, and they didn't notice any difference in their level of fatigue or feeling tired, which was fascinating, right? Like they don't that realize that that they're feeling the pain. And we're going to actually talk about that more in a minute as well. And so again, that, that was really interesting. And another thing too, and some of the researchers were looking for like the optimal beats per minute. So the optimal BPM for like the best performance output. And I actually found a few different like suggestions 
for beats per minute. But one thing I found, and maybe this is known and everyone knows this and Kelly, you might know this too. And maybe I'm just the one that was like in the dark about it. Um, but these researchers actually said that the tempo or the beats per minute should correlate to your heartbeats per minute. So that mm. different activities, like if you're running, your heart rate is going to be up higher. And the number they used was around for running, like 147 to 169. That's where your heart rate would be. So that is where the beats per minute should be with the music. Have you heard? Or no, but I love it. And it makes, instinctually, it makes so much sense. I bet there's so much science that we could dive into about the reason that the beats per minute and the heart rate aspirationally would matter. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Everything starts to sync up in the body. Like, you know, we're one complex system and all of the inputs start essentially beating or moving together, which is fascinating. So, um, so the numbers they gave again, and this was just one study, there were other studies that threw out some different numbers for running again they said the tempo the heart rate should be like 147 to 169 and of course we know heart rate is going to change depending on different factors age and all of the things uh cycling they suggested 135 to 170 beats per minute mm -hmm. and then a power walk they said 137 to 139 which that is a fast power walk <laughs> I know when I'm walking, I don't go that fast, but that is aspirational for sure. But you have longer legs. Well, that should make me go faster, right? But maybe not have as many steps per minute. Maybe, maybe <laughs> so. But yeah, I found that fascinating that it all, it all does sync up and music is such a catalyst for, you know, for making that happen. And you know, that really brings us into like the second topic or umbrella, which is performance that is very, very much tied to the tempo. Like we were talking with the treadmill study, you know, the people that were on the treadmill listening to music, they, they walked faster, they walked longer, they, you know, didn't feel that, that level of fatigue. And when it comes to performance, it almost seems like music is beneficial because it does distract us. <laughs> it distracts us from the pain or the discomfort of exercising, which allows us to do more. And it allows us to, to not notice it as much. And, and with that, again, there've been numerous studies around this, but because we are able to kind of like, push through the discomfort and the pain, it leads to an increased work capacity. So it has led to like an increase in strength and power and endurance in all of those things. So again, like that music really has that impact to increase our performance overall. Okay. Love that correlation because I was kind of like, well, yeah, distraction. Okay. And then when you said distraction correlates to increased capacity. Yes. Makes so much sense. Yep. Yep. 
Absolutely. Yeah, because what happens, like you're distracted from that perceived exertion and that like perceived fatigue mm-hmm. that, you know, if, if you, you get tired or you... yourself in the music. Yeah. Yes. Yes, for sure. And again, kind of going back to that whole like brain chemistry thing, music and, and exercise does this too, but we release endorphins, right? And one of the things that endorphins like do, they're natural painkillers. So it makes sense that mm. the music releasing those chemicals in the brain that like are the painkillers, you know, kind of, it all compounds to, to get us through the workout training harder. I love that is, I'm writing that down and circling it. That is a killer point. Music equals release of endorphins, which is release of the painkillers. So good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's so fun. Like I said, this is a fun conversation. (laughs) I love it. All right. So then that leads us to this third topic that keeps coming up. And again, they're kind of all tied together a little bit. But the third topic then is motivation. Because I mean, any of us know, like you were just talking about, like a song comes on and you can like break out and rap and like dance and all of this stuff, right? So if we're listening to music that we enjoy, it's going to make the overall experience just more fun. And again, looking at the brain chemistry, I think it's so fascinating. I just really do. So So music can elicit dopamine and serotonin. And those two hormones are associated with motivation, but also with happiness and feeling good. And so if we listen to music while we exercise, we're releasing those hormones in the brain that make us happy and feel good, we're going to start to associate those things together. So having the motivation to exercise, to go back and and work out again is going to be that much stronger because those are the ties and the associations that we have with it. So have you ever had that experience where you hear a song and then you're motivated to go do something? You hear a song from workout class and it motivates you to go to the gym? Yes. Or just start doing stuff here in the house. There. Oh, yeah. There's a song, um, it's an old pink song that used to be in one of the Les Mills um, body combat releases. We're talking like, I don't know, 15 years ago, a really long time ago. But even now, if that song comes on, like in my house, I don't fully remember the combination. Like I never taught it. I was just a class participant. I will start punching and like doing (laughs) random moves. Yes. Or you get nostalgic for either like that release or that, um, that period of time or that person that you were with. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. All speaks to the release of chemicals. The, the music can stimulate. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Beautiful. So I know we're going to talk about the way that music correlates to the the growth of brands and specifically, yeah, tell me more. Yeah. Yeah. So let's circle back to all of that. Yes. Because I mean, looking at all of this, I mean, music is so powerful 
like both physically and mentally so much, but it's also powerful for our businesses and our brands. And, and Kelly, you know, we've talked about this quite a bit at Muscle Mix. We recently launched a new partnership for formats in particular to help them use music to grow their brands. And so it's been so much fun helping the different formats out, creating very customized playlists. Kelly, to your point of really creating that journey for not only the instructors that might get certified in that format, but also the class participants, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's got to be motivating to everyone, but also be on brand. And so we've created, like I said, this new partnership opportunity. And one of the pieces to it too, that I'm so excited about is that we've structured it in a way that allows formats to use music as an additional stream of revenue, which is so fantastic. And so if any of your audience, uh, if I have a lot of format it, creators. Yes. Yes. Please feel free to reach out. Uh, my email is Melissa at musclemixes.com. And, and I know put that in the comment for you. Yes. Oh, awesome. Thank you. So I'm happy to jump on a call with anyone and just kind of talk through what your format is like and see if it's a good fit and help with your music because that's what we're here to do, right? Like that's why Denise created this company so many years ago is to help you have awesome, amazing music. And that's what we love to do a lot more than talking about music licensing. <laughs> so, you know, we're happy to help out however we can, because like I said, it is a huge part of, of your brand, the experience that you are creating and just the, the joy that, you have your instructors have and all of your class participants really have around exercise so so good so good melissa thank you so much you shared some really interesting science as well as just some you put words to i think some of the instincts that we were all feeling so that was so helpful awesome well thank you so much this has been such a privilege and so much fun to talk with you and and all of your audience it's it's such a great time and I'd love to do more of it. <laughs> love it. We will. We'll do it again soon. Awesome. I look Beginning forward to it. with Denise coming on and making her big announcement in August, uh, April. So we'll do that as well. I know that's coming up soon. Yes. We're very excited for that. All right. Beautiful. Thank you, Melissa. Everyone give Melissa some hugs and kisses and love. Give um, her some hearts and fire in the comments. And thank we'll, you so much. It's we'll so talk to you soon. Okay. All right. So Melissa Merkel with Muscle Mix. She is the Director of Partnerships and Business Development. And if you are creating or have a format that needs music to go to enhance your brand and to enhance the journey throughout your classes, get with Melissa because they are they have created this special product that is for formats, is very affordable. And as a matter of fact, it can help you actually grow your revenue. So she will give you all of the details. If that's a good fit for you, email her at melissa at musclemixes.com. And I've put that email address into the comments a couple of times. 
So you guys, if this was helpful to you, if you loved this information, if um, if you have a friend that you think could use this information, please like and share. Send this on to your colleagues and peers. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give me a subscribe and I will see you guys next week again on Tuesday.